Good evening, my fellow Americans. Take the red pill. We're at war with the most dangerous enemy that has ever faced mankind in his long climb from the swamp to the stars. The disastrous rise of misplaced power exists. All we have built, all we have worked for, would be destroyed. There is nothing the political establishment will not do. And this nation will not be fully free until all its citizens are free. Our arms must be mighty, ready for instant action. These criminals cannot be rewarded. So that no potential aggressor may be tempted to risk his own destruction. There is a point beyond which they must not advance. They're coming after you and I'm just standing in their way. Here I am. You and I have a rendezvous with death. The cost of freedom is always high. Those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Our movement is about replacing a failed and corrupt political establishment well, I think it's time we ask ourselves if we still know the freedoms that were intended for us by the Founding Fathers. This is a crusade! This is a holy war against the deep state! We never wanted to be right, but yet things are all adding up to the firestorm. Unlock my phone and watch the world die they cry into God while they run for their lives Blood in the streets, bombs in the sky Goodbye, I hope you had dreams come true I hope they see in their crosshairs what I see in you And I hope and I pray that's all I can do I don't understand who is good or bad? They don't care as long as you got oil sands. We need something fast. We need something bad. More than guns and tanks. Where is Superman? Oh, where is Superman? Oh, where is Superman? Turn on the news and watch the world fight Thousands of men making widows of wives I'll be home soon, walked off in the night Goodbye, I will remember you I know it should be shot in their men just like you But I hope and I pray Cause that's all I can do Understand who is good or bad They don't care as long as you got oil sands We need something fast We need something bad More than guns and tanks Where is Superman? Oh, where is Superman? Oh, where is Superman? Soon, you won't need a TV or an iPhone to see because you will look out the window and boom. I don't understand who is good or bad. They don't care as long as you got oil sands. We need something fast. We need something bad. More than guns and tanks. Where is Superman? Oh, where is Superman? Oh, where is Superman? Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you are in the world. My name is Josh. Welcome to the Red Pill Project's Daily Dose, live with you Monday through Thursday, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And that was Tom McDonald with one of his newer songs, uh, Superman. Kind of a different style there from Tom, uh, but still, it was kind of a good song. It's kind of an in interesting song because it, it gives about that perspective. That everybody's wondering, where's Superman? Where's that savior? Where's that that person that's going to rise up and defeat the deep state or deep, de defeat the globalist or or take care of the, the situation that has uh, this world has gotten itself into? Superman's not coming, people. 
Nobody's going to be that miraculous savior and rise up and destroy the deep state or the cabal or the globalist. That's going to be you and me. It always had to be you and me. It has to be this way. It has to be the people rising up to bring about the change that we wish to see in the world. Now, there's going to be people out there helping us. There's going to be people in the know bringing information to the surface. And isn't that what we're seeing right now? I mean, we're 10 days into January of 2024. And this has been like, wow. There's a lot coming at us. There's a lot happening. So interesting enough, Donald Trump, he uh, had a truth social post today. And it says, when in doubt, put it out. Check it out. When in doubt, put it out. When in doubt, put it out. Kind of an interesting post there from Donald Trump, don't you think so? I mean, it could have a few different references. Now, are there various different Q drops that this pertains to? Well, you know, the, the website that I use, Q alert, uh, Q, uh, not Q alerts, Q post.online is no longer out there. So kind of sucks. I don't have a quick reference guide. If anybody does have a quick reference guide, let me know. But that would be post 1815, 1815 or 615. But when in doubt, put it out. What do you think he means? Is he talking about the Trump card? Is he talking about maybe disclosure? I think he is. Because I think that we're at that time specifically. And, you know, I'm going to go in here because I, I found the post that I was actually looking for. So all this hype that's coming out right now about Donald Trump, or about Hillary Clinton, about Epstein, about all this stuff. If we go back here, Donald Trump posts this post. When in doubt, put it out. 5.15, which is central time, so that's 6.15 Eastern time. 6.15 is military time, 18.15. I wonder what uh, he, he's uh, pertaining to. If that's a Q drop, we go to 18.15. That's August 3rd, 2018. We have the servers. <laughs> what servers is he talking about? Um, Hillary Clinton servers, the Ukrainian servers, the servers utilized between Crossfire Hurricane. Lots of different servers out there. This Twitter post goes to, let's pull this one up, pull the tweet up here. More surprise, Hillary, Hillary's lawyers announced that there's a successor server that they can re request access to. FBI is not thrilled about the revelation. So the servers he's talking about specifically are Hillary Clinton servers. Hillary Clinton's emails. Now, think about everything that we've seen happen over the last few days. We have the Epstein documents being released showing Bill Clinton's intricate connection and all of Epstein. I went out there and made a connection between Epstein, genomics companies, Bill Gates, uh, George Soros, all these people. We know Hillary Clinton's name has not been named on this. There's been a lot of talk about Julian Assange as of recently. We had the, the tunnels in New York City, which we'll talk about here in a minute, that were just discovered. Um, I, yes, I did a video in March of 2020 on those tunnels, um, which were utilized for what human trafficking. A lot of this is done with human trafficking, but Donald Trump comes and puts this post out there with a timestamp of 1815. This goes to post 1815 on the cue boards, which is talking about, we have the servers. What servers? I think what he's talking about is he's talking about Hillary Clinton's servers that were backups for her emails, people. Do you understand the significance of what happens if any of the servers that we're talking about are released? If it's Hillary Clinton servers with the 30,000 missing emails, um, Anthony Weiner's laptop, that backed up on servers. If it's the CrowdStrike servers from Burisma. Do we understand the significance of this? If it's a copy of Nancy Pelosi's laptop that was stolen on January 6th, 
if it's one of the Burisma servers that Zelensky had that gave the Russia that Putin gave the Trump. When Trump says, should we put it out? I think we all begin to understand when in doubt, put it out. What is he talking about here? He's talking about disclosure. It's happening 2024. What's going to give Donald Trump the edge over all the other candidates, completely decimate and destroy the Democrats? Exactly this. Is coming out with a truth bomb so brutal that they can't fight back up. That their degraded infrastructure that they've already developed them as liberals, Marxists, implementing throughout this country becomes completely ruined. Now, you got to understand how we got here and why we got here. See, you couldn't release this in 2016. You couldn't release this in 2018. You couldn't release this in 2020 because the people weren't ready for it. But now what we have is we have a legitimate judge out there releasing these documents from the court case with Goofrey and Epstein and, and Ghislaine Maxwell showing conclusively that heads of state, former presidents, acting presidents, um, heads of large financial corporations, large corporations around the world, foreign governments of Hollywood, military generals are corrupted and have been honeypotted by Epstein and various intelligence agencies around the world into pedophilic activities. Okay. Now, with that being said, there is a certain level of foundation built up here that drives any more information that comes out that is relevant to fit into that puzzle piece, especially with Bill Clinton being named in here that he likes very young girls and he was with Epstein. Everybody understands now that Bill Clinton was a pedophile, probably still is, and that other things must have happened. Now, a few things that were talked about last week with the Epstein documents that nobody's talking about is that a lot of these children disappeared. Disappeared, they're gone. Nobody knows where they're at because, well, we know why FBI had divers at the end of the uh, the tunnel system outside of, of Epstein's Island because that's where the bones from the various sacrifices or the killings or whatever were placed. A lot of times in these intelligence circles, what they will do with people is they will have them go in there and do these horrific acts to these children and then they will have them kill those, those children, Okay. And they'll videotape that because now they got them for capital murder as well. So imagine what is on Hillary Clinton's laptop. Imagine if Donald Trump comes out and says, oh, by the way, you know, I had Hillary Clinton's laptop. I declassified this. Remember, he did it on September 10th, 2020. Again, on December 13th, 2020, Donald Trump came out and said, I have declassified everything pertaining to a crossfire hurricane and the Hillary Clinton laptop. He declassified both of those publicly which means that he could have taken the laptop information with him as presidential records and went to Mar-a-Lago. That could have been one of the things they were looking at. We've said that he's had it all for this whole time. We've said that he has these documents. He has Hillary Clinton's emails, which means that if he released these specific documents, let's say Wiener's laptop or information pertaining to Hillary Clinton, Madam Alice, remember, uh, remember the WikiLeaks emails, Madam Alice, and what was going on in New York City? Do you think that it's a coincidence that these Jewish tunnels in New York City are just now being discovered? It's not a coincidence at all, okay? This is adding to the foundation of disclosure of things that we're going to be seeing coming out. <clears throat> now, what are the crimes that Hillary Clinton might be organized around? I think we understand. But since Bill is named in this, now I think it's going to start slowly dripping out that Hillary Clinton is named in this. With Hillary Clinton being named in this, this changes the dynamic of the whole global construct. Not only does she become implicated, but people around her finding out that she was involved in these activities when she was Secretary of State, when she was a Senator. This is going to devastate people, but this is going to bring the United States, the people of the United States, to that point of precipice. So when in doubt, put it out, 1815, time marker, time stamp, right to Q post, 1815, we have the servers, Hillary Clinton servers. Shit is going to hit the proverbial fan. Because here's the thing, they don't want that to come out, they can't allow that to come out, and they'll do everything in their power to make sure that that type of information doesn't come out. Now, what 
Now, going to the tunnels, and I think that this is an important point to talk about, because uh, if you remember in March of 2020, a few of you guys have watched it. I put this on my Rumble. I went out there and, and cut out the tunnel section. And this is the video pertaining to the New York City tunnels. And what I can do is we can kind of jump in here and just listen to a little bit of what we were talking about. Now, can we understand why it's bloody Wonderland? Now we understand why Wonderland equals Saudi Arabia. This is what Q means when he's telling us to dig. Now, what other evidence do we have of this? Well, we can just move all these out of the way real quick. And so I'm going to bring you back to my map that I've been building. All right, so now we're going to go to the map. And this is the map that I've been working on. And we're going to do some zoom-ins and see if this works out pretty well. But we know that the majority of the holdings in the 20.1 million square feet of real estate is held in hotels. Now, I'm not going to go into how many hotels they own. But what I want to show you is, is that within the QMAP post, most of the times when it references Saudi Arabia and Hillary Clinton and Alice in Wonderland, we also see the Godfather 3 attached to it. Now, why? Why would Q be putting the Godfather 3 in there? And that's been one of the most cryptic references that we've seen. Well, whoop, that's the wrong one. It's this one. It's this one. Okay, the first one is this. Godfather 3 filming locations. The first location is 956 Fifth Ave, Manhattan. Interesting. And then we go down a little bit more. The third location is St. Patrick's Cathedral, 5th Avenue, Manhattan. Well, why is that interesting? Well, because that's all in this whole little square. Okay, 956 5th Avenue. But guess where that's right next to? Central Park. Now, what were we talking about with Central Park? Remember Frick, who the Frick collection right here, the Frick Museum's right over here. But Frick allowed for the railroad to build tunnels. Now, what's interesting is, <laughs> you guys will like this. Well, obviously, you can see it right there. Alice in Wonderland, 956 Fifth Avenue. What are the odds that the hotel, the first location of Godfather Part 3, 956 Fifth Avenue, right, is located right across the street from the Alice in Wonderland statue in Central Park. And if we bring this over here again, we see many references from Q about Godfather 3. See Godfather Part 3 right there. Godfather 3 in Snow White. And this is Hillary in Saudi, Saudi Arabia, Alice in Wonderland, Godfather 3, all next to each other. Okay, and there's a few other references in here. Um, I didn't search for them here, so I'm not going to have them in red. But I think you get the gist of it. It's right here. Godfather 3, Alice in Wonderland. What is going on here? It's Q telling us that Godfather 3 and Alice in Wonderland have relevance. Manhattan, Mad Hatter, M-H. Land of Alice, Madam Alice. Clinton Foundation right in the center. Human trafficking from the port being distributed amongst the hotels. Okay, so for those of you who don't remember that video and need a little refresher, this was at a time when the USNS Mercy was ported at Pier 92 off of the Hudson. Uh, I started looking into this and I said, this doesn't make much sense. What you start finding out though, is that Manhattan is built upon a whole tunnel system. You have old Dutch slave tunnels, then you have old butcher tunnels, all throughout Manhattan that interconnect basically everything. The idea was as, in, as early as 1900 with renovations of the industrial revolution going on and the city being built up is that farmers were not allowed to take their cattle to the slaughterhouse by just driving them down fifth Avenue. So instead what they let them use is the old Dutch slave tunnels underneath. Now these tunnels are massive. Okay, there's a few videos online you can go through of people actually going into these tunnels and there's abandoned cars and buildings and all types of stuff under it. It's a whole nother civilization. 
But the one thing that I noticed in the research when I did this video was that all of the piers are interconnected with these tunnels and these tunnels run directly under all of these various ho hotels owned by the Blackstone Group, which is owned by Saudi Arabia, and they're directly connected to the Clinton Global Initiative and the Saudi Arabian Consulate. So when Q is talking about Godfather Free, Ellis in Wonderland, Mad Hatter, Bloody Wonderland, Saudi Arabia, what he's talking about is this district of Manhattan of New York City that is the port of entry for a lot of human and child trafficking that is coming in that takes these children in and out of our country. Yeah, this is some... I even proposed back then that basically Madam Alice would have been the governor of Wonderland, Wonderland being Manhattan. Now, I know there's a lot of other people in the Q world that would argue and say that Manhattan is Saudi Arabia. Bullshit. Go through that video right there and tell me otherwise. It's abundantly clear that that Wonderland is Manhattan, Mad Hatter. There's email collaborations that were released with WikiLeaks that talk about Mad Hatter, a gentleman in New York City, I forgot his relevance, and Hillary Clinton being called Madam, uh, Madam Alice. Why? This is exactly it. Now, there is another Madam Alice out there, and this is Ann Walton. Ann Walton, who is one of the primary heirs to the Walton family, Walmart, she is also known as uh, Madam Alice and dresses up occasionally like uh, the Mad Hatter in Alice in Wonderland. Now, when I saw the stuff about the, the, uh, the, the Jewish tunnels, and then we start seeing the blood-spilled mattresses and all this stuff being pulled up, I immediately, immediately went to the video of Rabbi Abraham Finkelstein. Now, there's been various different people trying to um, debunk this video, as in the video is not real. Now, the picture of the video, uh, that is not Rabbi Finkelstein, and that is not James Wickstrom. The interview between James Wickstrom and Rabbi Finkelstein actually did happen. And as far as I'm concerned, this is a the 2004 copy of that interview from what I know of. I have not seen anybody else and try to come debunk this. Now, if you haven't heard this, um, pay attention. This is Rabbi Finkelstein talking to Wellstrom about the secrets, about the secrets that nobody knows about the rabbis. Rabbi A.B. Finkelstein, as I said, a rabbi off the East Coast of the United States. Are you there with me tonight? Shalom, I am here. There's a lot of rumors and conjecture that's taking place across this country relating to the Jewish population, okay? Okay. The, the masses have a hard time believing anything. Well, we've got a great brainwashing job on them over the centuries, and especially the last few hundred years. We've just brainwashed them completely. They believe anything we tell them. And, uh, you know, in the meantime, we have a lot of fun around Passover where we steal the children. I mean, we steal 100 to 300,000 children a year just here in this country, and we drain the blood and we mix it with the Passover bread, and then we throw the bodies into the slaughterhouses that we own, and we grind up all the bodies and the sausage and the hamburger. McDonald's is one of our favorite outlets. And uh, the people, they eat them for breakfast, they eat their children for lunch, and, uh, you know, uh, us Jews, you know, we gotta, uh, we gotta do what we do. It's over for you, white race. So that's why I'm speaking so honestly here to bring it out into the open, so that you can see it for what it is. Uh, you've been teaching uh, the people real good, but they don't wake up, do they? Because you know why? They're scared of us Jews because they don't want to be called anti-Semites, and they believe that we're the chosen people, and so that's why. Uh, 
we can do whatever we want to do and we can get away with it because the white men are cowards and we go to the synagogue all the time and have some manashevitz and dance the Havanagila. It's not that you Jews are hiding anything. You're coming right out on television, in the newspapers, on the radio, and you're telling the people exactly what you're going to do before you do it, and they're uh, like they're brain dead. Well, we did a good job with the public school system. We got you to put all of your children in there. You notice that the Jew doesn't put his children in there. They go to the Hebrew Academy where we teach them the real things, and then they go to the synagogue and they learn the real important things. But we send your kids to the public school. We even have you tax yourself from your property so that you never own your property. And uh, so if you don't make your property tax, we're going to take your property. You can bet on that. And we have you put your kid in a, a 12 year uh, babysitting is about all it does because you don't learn anything. And then by that time, the kids, uh, they get to be teenagers. And then uh, we give them the music. Uh, not that we really want to call it music because, uh, oy vey, that's not music. But they listen to that, and then they want to do what they want to do, and so we sell them drugs, and uh, we make a lot of money off your children. Your children from cradle to grave, all we do is make money off of them. Your cattle, your goyim, the human cattle, mazel tov. Well, that's very interesting. I understand it, but I also know the bloodletting. I know that uh, on your Passover, which isn't mine, that a lot of little children do disappear, and I, I, I do know that, and I know a lot of police uh, police departments and agencies have been informed, but you're very open. You're very open tonight. I'm very surprised that you're talking about the bloodletting of the little children that you put their blood in the matzah balls and that you eat it on sacrifice on Passover. Well, there was a Goyim that wrote a book about it back in the 30s. I forget his name at the moment. Uh, but anyway, he wrote the book. Uh, people didn't buy the book. People don't want to listen. We've been doing this for thousands and thousands of years, since down to uh, Adam's time. Uh, we take the children of uh, our enemy, which is the white race, and uh, we bring them to the basements in the synagogues where we uh, drain the blood and uh, watch them die there. It's very similar to how we do uh, uh, the, uh, the, the sacrifices that we do with the uh, kosher butchering. And uh, so we do that. And then uh, we mix it with the Passover bread. And so we eat the blood of our enemies. And the bodies, eh, we're not cannibals. So what we do is we take those because we can make some shekels and we give them to the slaughterhouses and those are pounds and pounds and pounds of meat that we grind up in the sausage and the hamburger and that's why we made those the most popular things, sausage for breakfast and hamburger for lunch. And so all the Goyamad here are really eating their children. And uh, even when we say this outright and tell you people, you don't believe it. So that's, that's your problem. But you, uh, Goyam out there, you never, you never teach yourself. You don't self-teach. Uh, you're always looking for somebody else to do it for you. So uh, you wind up being schleppers all your life. Kind of disturbing, isn't it? Now, that was a cut-and-paste copy of the interview. Um, he doesn't go through all that consecutively like that. Uh, the actual interview you can actually find on YouTube um, you can find them on Internet Archives. Now, a lot of people say that that was fake. Maybe, but I haven't seen anything that comes out and shows that it's fake that's showing the clips of Wallstrom and so forth that were clipped into it. And he also goes on to talk about how the Jewish God is the synagogic Satan. It, it really is the evil God. Now, whether there's relevance to that, I'm not going to get into the religious conversation right now. Maybe that's a conversation for a fringe night or something like that. But with everything that you know, the Khazarians, the Zionists, what has happened in Ukraine, what is happening in Israel right now, the the unmasking of these Jewish tunnels underneath the synagogues there, um, understanding these honeypotting operations that were being done through Epstein and Maxwell, Jewish, uh, and directly connected to the Mossad, who was basically operating these people directly, who controls the CIA, 
um, understanding that it's the Zionists through the Vatican and through various other banking institutions that took over the United States in 1871 as a corporation, implemented the Federal Reserve in 1913. You begin to piece it all together to say, maybe there's some truth in what the old rabbi was saying. We have over 850,000 children that go missing each year in the United States of America. Uh, Half of them are never found again. We have Thousands upon thousands of children coming over the border with illegal immigration that go into foster care homes that are run by the cartels that disappear, that nobody knows where they're going. What is really going on here? When you start piecing it together, maybe it starts to make a little bit more sense. So the tunnel connection of, oh, by the way, Uh, If people didn't know, every major city has tunnels under it. And you want to know my honest thoughts about it is that the tunnels aren't really tunnels. The tunnels are remnants of cities that used to be there that were buried. Washington, D.C. has a massive tunneling system. San Francisco, L.A., Um, You have Phoenix, you have New York City, you have Seattle. All of these cities are built on massive tunnel systems. If you go out there and do the research on the tunnels under Seattle, you'd be blown away. And when people go down into these tunnels, there's a whole new world, like from the 1980s down there. Cars, houses, businesses. It's almost like Someone just covered up the whole world and left the remnants underneath the soil. Might be more truth in there than we actually know. And I tend to believe that there actually is. Yeah, Cat24, mud floods, something of that nature. I don't know. Um, that's the, that's the scary thing is we really don't know the truth and we're trying to discover it and we're trying to put all these things together to figure it out. But I'm happy to know that. You know, Donald Trump comes out with that timestamp and says, hey, we're going to release some information. Watch this shit. And he's not going to do it directly. He's going to do it through verified sources, Tucker Carlson. He'll do it through James O'Keefe, someone who has the clout to release that, that's an investigative journalist who has the ability to bring forth that information and really have a national and a global impact with it. Now, John Solomon would be another great one to release that information. So I think we are a matter of weeks away from some really powerful boom information to be released pertaining to Hillary Clinton because she was the one person out of all of this stuff that hasn't been mentioned with any of the Epstein stuff. And I think that that is going to come out indirectly. Now, what we've been seeing since the start of January is, number one, Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin had a voluntary surgery, elective surgery on the 22nd of December, January 1st. He went in to the hospital complaining of pain, never notified anybody, was incapacitated. His second in charge was in Puerto Rico on vacation, was notified, but stayed in Puerto Rico. That is a massive breach of national security. Cash Patel was talking about this the other day. Um, And Joe Biden and apparently none of Congress or Senate even knew that this was happening. That is scary in its own right. Uh, Number two is we're seeing, obviously, the Epstein files be released probably more than what uh, they were expecting the release. Uh, Number three, we're seeing Donald Trump kind of rise back up again and come into the public spotlight. We have a lot of these trials and hearings that are coming about. We had Judge Aragon go ahead and just deny his petition to speak at closing uh, uh, statements um, at the end of the trial there. But don't worry about that because we still have the Supreme Court decision pertaining to a lot of what's going on with Donald Trump and immunity, which when that does happen, Jack Smith's going to be pulling his head out of his own ass. Um, We had a school shooter the other day, and this was quite interesting because I'm going to play a video here about the school shooter, Dylan Butler. This is interesting because what we do here at the Daily Dose of Red Pill Project is we follow the we follow the trends. We look for the narrative as it's being constructed. But there's things that always come across that people are not paying attention to. See if you can find what I'm talking about here specifically. Breaking news as investigators just revealed shocking new details on Dylan Butler, the Iowa school shooter who took the life of the sixth grader and injured many more. 
And specifically, they were able to recover Discord messages that the 17-year-old sent just minutes before the shooting. He apparently sent out a series of text messages under the account name Took Too Much, which was also reportedly once part of a group chat dedicated to school shootings. And in one of his messages, he told his online friends that he was at the school and ready for what's to come. 10 minutes after that, he wrote, I'm effing nervous, I'm in the bathroom gearing up. And two minutes following that, he complained that there's a N-word in the bathroom. I need him to leave so I can assemble my guns. He then posted a TikTok video under the screen name Took Too Much, this time instead of the number two, it was T-O-O, where he posed in a school bathroom with a blue duffel bag behind him, under the caption, Now We Wait. The Discord name Took Too Much was also part of a chat called School Massacre Discussions, and this information was apparently reported to FBI, but that user never heard back. Wait, what did he just say? Hold on a second. Do you remember the Buffalo shooter who was in a Discord chat room and had the FBI notified? Do you remember the Uvalde shooter who was in a Discord chat room? Same one. And had the FBI notified? Do you remember when there was a news release pertaining to the connection between the Uvalde shooter and the Buffalo shooter? State, stating that they were in the same Discord chat room and that that chat room was ran by a former FBI agent? Now we find out that this guy, Dylan, was in a Discord chat room about school sh school shootings. A member of that Discord chat room notified the FBI, but nothing happened? Wait a minute. I see a trend. Discord, FBI, Discord, FBI, school shooters, Discord, FBI, school shooters. That's the truth right there. Now, why did I bring up the school shooting? Well, because distractions are a big part of what's happening. MK Ultra is absolutely real and legitimate. It is being utilized each and every day in the sense of psychological warfare operations against you, me, our children, and everybody else in this country. Miami was an ex Miami Mall situation was a direct result of MK Ultra. That that's exactly what they were doing. They were doing a campaign on mass hysteria to see if they could switch something that was innocent that shouldn't even made the news into something it wasn't pertaining to maybe uh you know ufos and aliens because there's a lot of that that they want to cover up too we'll talk about that stuff here in a little while and what they did by just propagating one little tiktok influencer who's batshit crazy is they were able to take all of her videos and spread it all throughout the internet and get people to believe that there are 10-foot aliens in miami and that the nephilim were here like with zero evidence to substantiate it. And then after the fact, oh, people start coming up and people are just going to believe these people because they just want to believe anything. So as we get closer and closer to the Trump card, as disclosure happens, as Hillary Clinton's emails begin to flood out and all of the flood begins to happen of the drip drip that we talked about the other day, you're going to see more distractions within society. You're going to see, hopefully not, but more terrorist attacks, school shootings, uh, more weather phenomena. You're going to see very, uh, new viruses, whatever it might be. They need distractions. I've said it before. These people will scorch the earth before they ever give up power again. Donald Trump is going for the jugular with these people. He is going to win the 2024 election one way or another. They will not allow that to happen. So what's their next plan? Well, I talked about it time and time again. Now, this is yesterday at Donald Trump's trial in, uh, I believe, in Virginia or Maryland. And this is uh, a few journalists that are caught on hot mic. Check this out. You know, the worst part is, even if he has his hanging out of it, he'll be on the other side of the <laughs> I mean, if he's driving, we've got a good shot. Yeah, if he's driving with the front window open. Yeah, or if it's a convertible. Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't thinking about that. Yeah. These are journalists talking about Donald Trump being assassinated like JFK, having his window down. What did we talk about yesterday? I mentioned it yesterday. We've talked about this a few times. Donald Trump was first indictment in New York City came on the anniversary 
of the attempted assassination attempt on Ronald Reagan. The first indictment or the first arraignment for that indictment came on the 55th anniversary of Martin Luther King Jr. The set, second indictment, the first Jack Smith indictment, came on the anniversary of King Henry III's assassination. Mainstream media, Vivek, lots of people in the mainstream are talking about it. Tucker Carlson talking about they're going to assassinate Donald Trump. Who are they? Well, that's the deep state, the globalist, the CIA, the Mossad, whoever it is that their agenda is being exposed. Now, is something like that going to happen? I don't think Donald Trump's going to get assassinated, but I think they're going to attempt it. I think they're going to try something on Donald Trump. I think that we potentially could see that coming in the next few months, more closer to when Joe Biden begins to step down. Donald Trump just the other day said, we need to have a new election for 2020. This isn't over. So another thing that happened, we talked about the Supreme Court a little bit. Legal experts now predict that the Supreme Court will strike down the application of the significant federal statute that the Biden administration has been using to prosecute January 6th defendants, potentially leading to a dismissal of numerous cases against them. This is good news. And so the Supreme Court, obviously Trump appointed judges, uh, has a little benefit there. But is there somebody in the Supreme Court that we need to watch out for? Jack Smith just the other day was caught dining with Justice Roberts. Do you find that as a conflict of interest, considering that Justice Roberts is going to overhear the Supreme Court briefing of whether Trump has immunity and the J6ers? Why just, excuse me, why Justice Roberts? Well, maybe Justice Roberts is a little scared of information that's coming out right now. What information would that be? The Epstein files. You gotta remember, Justice Roberts was at Epstein Island, people. See, it's interesting that the Epstein files are coming out right now, right before the Supreme Court hearing, which would absolutely put a nail in the coffin of Jack Smith's trial against Donald Trump. All of a sudden, Justice Roberts and Jack Smith are having dinner together. DOJ is the one authorizing the release of the Epstein files. No significant names that are in play currently were on that, including current politicians or Supreme Court justices, which we know that those names are in there, but none of them were released. Did Jack Smith blackmail Justice Rogers Roberts and say, hey, uh, saw your name on Epstein's list. We don't want that to get released. You better uh, make sure that the Supreme Court goes our direction. I'm just saying, I'm putting it out there. That this is the game that is played in Washington, D.C. This is the game that we're seeing be unraveled. So clandestine, more clandestine, put this out the other day. He goes, so uh, when, when do we have this public conversation? And I love this. I'm not saying everything Q or their followers said was true. I agree. But it's objectively true that they were right about the cabal running the global pedal ring and conspiring against Trump. And so if you go to QAnon's Wikipedia page, this is what you get. The core belief is that a cabal of satanic cannibalistic child molesters are operating a global child sex trafficking ring, which conspired against Donald Trump. Now, that's not actually what Q is about or anything like that. That is Wikipedia or whoever wrote that's bullshit about it. But that statement right there is actually highly accurate and true. That's exactly what we have. A cabal of satanic cannibalistic child molesters that are operating a global child sex trafficking ring, Zionist, uh, Kazarian, that have conspired against Donald Trump. Absolutely. And so with that, uh, where is it? If we played a game of Uno, that's right. Apologize to your QAnon friends or draw 25. That's the truth of the matter there. All right. I got some more news to kind of integrate into all this. Um, Ecuador is under a violent kind of uprising right now after one of the head cartel members escaped from prison. They've uh, assassinated prison guards. They've taken over movie stations. Uh, the younger president in Ecuador, who was, by the way, the anti-corruption president, 
um, has stood up against them, has deployed the military and police agencies against the cartel members. Uh, violence is raging on. My theory is that they're going to go for the president and try to take out the president of Ecuador, which will push it more and more into destabilization. Not only Ecuador, but you got Peru and many other countries, Argentina in those regions. I think that this is a greater fight against Argentina, against these uh, other BRICS nations by the Western governments. The Western governments control the cartels through the various intelligence agencies. So as you can see, that we're going to see a lot of third world social destabilization occurring. Now, what I brought to light is that what the cartels are doing in that in those cities in Quito and so forth is what are they doing? They're taking over communications, they're taking over police stations, and they're raiding armories. They're using small little contingents, sleeper cells. This is exactly what you'll see happen in the United States of America. And the military and police and law enforcement will be defenseless against the majority of it with the thousands upon thousands of illegal immigrants that we've had flood into our country over the last decade. Now, switching gears a little bit, because I don't want to spend too much time on that part. Michael Schellenberg, a once liberal, probably still a liberal, who helped break the Twitter files, he put this out yesterday. And I found it incredibly profound. He says, it sounds like a Hollywood movie. Government intelligence agencies, perhaps the CIA Mossad, use sex with dozens of teenage girls to blackmail some of the world's most powerful people, including Bill Gates, Prince Andrew, and Bill Clinton. But it's not a movie. It appears to be what the New York investor Jeffrey Epstein did from 1990 to 2018. One year later, he died in jail, either by suicide or murder. There's a lot of misinformation about this case. The truth is that we don't have the hard proof that the CIA, FBI, Mossad were involved in Epstein's sex trafficking. But we do know that the U.S. attorney for South Florida at the time, who arranged Epstein's lenient sentence, said, I was told Epstein belonged to intelligence and to leave him alone. So, And, uh, and all of the top journalists who have looked into the Epstein case were believed that intelligence agencies, including the Mossad and CIA, were involved in Epstein and may have even controlled him. The reason any of this matters is because it's wrong for the people who are supposed to be protecting us to be involved in sex trafficking. That goes for both minors and adults. Government agencies asking their employees or contractors to be prostitutes is coercive, exploitative, and wrong. How did this happen? Miami Herald reporter Julie Brown gave the answer in her 2021 book, Epstein Got Away With His Crime. She said, because nearly every element of society allowed him to get away with it. This includes the FBI, the U.S. Department of Justice, U.S. or the Florida State Attorney General, and the media. Vanity Fair and ABC killed stories about Epstein, and the New York Times last week dismissed the new court documents as fodder for conspiracy theories. theorists. We really don't know if Epstein was mainstream or if he was working for someone else. We absolutely know that he was working for somebody else. The mass sheer cover-up that has happened from that specifies that. And I wrote this is pretty sure this is what we have been saying for years. It is. There is a whole Q thing, if people don't remember, that said exactly this. Drip, drip, flood. So in that context, um, uh, 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 Megyn Kelly leaving, but comes out and says what? That we will be hearing from Jeffrey Epstein? That Jeffrey Epstein potentially is not even dead? Huh. Isn't that interesting? That was one of the first theories that we said, that he was swapped out with Anthony Bourdain's body and that Jeffrey Epstein is being held by the Trump administration. Now we're seeing directly from the Drudge, uh, directly on the Drudge Report, which I find quite interesting because the Drudge Report is Zionist-controlled and, and far liberal, is look at that, Bob Barr. Epstein's brother accuses Bill Barr of covering up his brother's death. Who was Bill Barr protecting? Maybe Bill Barr wasn't protecting anything. Maybe Bill Barr was part of an operation to extract Jeffrey Epstein, make it look like he's dead, to see if his insurance policy would be released to the world, and that's how you get that information out. And if it wasn't, then you do the slow drip campaign and you hold Jeffrey Epstein in uh, solitary confinement until one day he's ready to testify and you bring him forth where he starts naming names. But you have to separate him from the mainstream. If Trump did that, if Bill Barr was in on this, holy shit. What if that's what's meant by we have the servers and Epstein's the one that could connect and tie all that in together? Holy shit. 
Now we're talking about real disclosure. If Epstein actually resurfaces, comes out in a military prison or whatnot, maybe being protected by, I don't know, comes out and testifies against these people. It was the CIA and the Mossad who were controlling me. This is what they had me do. These are the people that are compromised within our government, within our military, within the, the complete corporate structures. These are the This is who they're working for. This is why it was done. This is where the money's flowing. This is why we were doing genomics research. If he came out at that level, holy shit. That's the red pill that the world needs right now. That would be profound, beyond profound. And I think we all understand that. So, uh, <laughs> Doug Ducey, just fantastic uh, uh, question asking here. Let's check this out. Wait, thank you for all the detail on that. But more broadly, why should we believe anything that this administration tells us about anything ever again? I think we all recognize and I think the Pentagon has been very, very honest with themselves about uh, the um, the challenge to, to, to credibility by what by what has transpired here and by what and by uh, uh, he doesn't know what to say how how, uh, how hard it was for them to be fully transparent with the American people. I think we all recognize that. And and wait, wait now, just give me a second now. I, I know you got another one coming here, but but we all recognize that this didn't unfold the way it should have on so many levels, not just the notification process up the chain of command, but the transparency issue. We all recognize that. And, and I think we all want to make sure we learn from that. I, uh, it's up to you and your colleagues and it's up to the American people to determine, you know, how much they're going uh, to ascribe what happened here to our credibility on every single issue. But in, in every way, Secretary Austin has been an exceptional defense secretary, and he still has the full faith and confidence of the commander in chief. Uh, he has led uh, the department at an incredibly dangerous time for uh, our national security interests and those of our allies and partners. But, but if the administration is going to go to such great lengths to keep secrets about the defense secretary's <laughs> health, how can anybody be certain that the administration would not go to the same lengths to keep secret problems with President Biden's health in the future? If if you could logically argue, and you can't, but if you could logically argue that the minute wait, wait, wait a second, just give me a second What's here, bub. There? I'll get there. If, if the administration made some sort of Machiavellian effort uh, across the board to, to to keep this from getting public, then I think your question has merit. And, and certainly is a fair one. I don't think it's a fair one because that's not what happened here, Peter. What happened here is the Secretary of Defense, uh, for whatever reason, I can't answer the question. And, and okay, so I'm going to drop that off there. And I said Doug Ducey. That's the former governor of Arizona. That's Peter Ducey, reporter. Um, did you ever notice how Kirby doesn't blink much? Did you ever notice how a lot of these politicians, they don't blink much? Their eyes just stay wide open? I find that kind of odd. But Peter Ducey did ask the right question is how can we trust you if you're covering up Austin to not cover up Biden? Maybe Biden has dementia. I think he was spot on for asking that. Okay. Today, China vowed Wednesday it will never compromise on Taiwan and told the United States to stop providing military aid to the country immediately. This comes a day after China made its first visit to the Pentagon in over a decade. China visits the Pentagon right after the largest national security blunder in American history in at least the last 50 years pertaining to the Secretary of Defense's hospitalization. And they go to the Pentagon at a time when the Secretary of Defense isn't even there. That sounds a little odd. What did they learn to come out of that meeting and then go out and do publicly and say, oh, uh, we're not going to compromise on Taiwan and the United States better get, stop giving them weapons and guns. Because why? China's going to make a move on Taiwan most likely towards the end of this year. And whatever they learned or had the meeting about at the Pentagon this last week only reassured their thoughts that they can get away with it and do it.
Lalita James visited Joe Biden's White House several times amid the Trump witch hunt. Holy shit. That's right. Radical racist New York Attorney General Leticia James visited the Biden White House three times between April 2023 and August 2020 or August, April 2022 and August 2023, according to White House visitor logs. In September 2022, Leticia James announced a civil fraud lawsuit against former President Donald Trump and his family. Um, that's going to be a conflict of interest and in that hopefully will get Donald Trump when that goes to the Supreme Court completely exonerated. Um, new evidence revealed GBI strategies employee who turned in fraudulent Muskegee voter registration gives stunning interview list urban cities where organization operates in Michigan and nationwide. Um, this goes on to more of the voter fraud that was going on in Michigan and various other um, states during the 2020 election. It has been it has been shown over and over and over Arizona, Michigan, Minnesota, Wisconsin, Pennsylvania. Georgia, that the election was stolen and yet nothing is coming out of Congress. Nothing is coming out of these state governments to do anything about it. That should concern you. We have the power to change that within our states. We just need to demand that our states take action. And if they don't take action, then we rise up against those motherfuckers. And I don't mean with violence. I mean with our voice and we and with our sheer power and numbers. We go in there and we occupy the outside public area around them. So none of them can get in the work. It's not like anything's going to happen anyway. They don't work as it is. Hunter Biden. Uh, House Judiciary Committee approves resolution to hold Hunter Biden in contempt of Congress today. He walked out of the uh, of the hearing after uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene goes ahead and takes the stage. Uh, he was asked a few times uh, what is his favorite crack if he was on crack today and if he uh, if he still smokes crack, which is quite interesting. Uh, I, Government theories on climate change and disasters are flawed and misleading. This was really good. This is an annual report from the U.S. National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration that reports and accesses the number of billion-dollar weather events in the nation each year um, as used by politicians to set the environmental policy narrative. Scientists cite in their claims that climate change, which was called global warming until warming stopped, is impacting the world and people need to give up some elements of their lifestyle to counter it. The media, of course, portrays it as a reality as part of the agenda that industry has under the leadership of Joe Biden to move towards electric cars that don't function in the cold weather and renewable power sources that can't meet the nation's needs. Uh, Roger Pelkley Jr., professor of environmental studies at the University of Colorado Boulder, has actually done extensive research for more than 30 years at the cost of disasters, charges that the trends are actually declining. His review of the NOAA's current report, which claims that there are 28 such weather events during 2023, a record, charges for more than two decades that the NOAA um, has popularized a count of weather-related disasters in the United States that it estimates have exceeded $1 billion, inflation adjusted, in each calendar year starting in 1980. The data set is widely cited and applied in research assessment and invoked and justified policy changes. He said in the interview, the data sets under criteria, procedure, and substance defined under the NOAA's information quality and scientific integrity policies. The evaluation finds that billion-dollar disasters data fall set uh, data data set falls comprehensively short of meeting these criteria thus public claims promoted by the NOAA associated with the data set and its significance are flawed and misleading of course they're flawed and misleading because climate change has nothing to do with carbon dioxide levels it has nothing to do with what human beings or what we're doing to the planet this guy has it down though on the climate change issue i'm fully convinced after all these years even though we may not know exactly what is causing climate change, we suspect it's the sun. We have a lot of evidence to show that it's probably the sun. Very high percentage, you know, like I would say 90% we're sure, but not 100%. But we know carbon dioxide is not the gas, it's not the what you call the, like your thermometer in your room, can adjust up and down that you can set the temperature to be whatever level you want it. First of all, they can never tell us what temperature do they want it at? What is the temperature you want to set the global temperature? Al Gore has not been able to answer that. John Kerry has not been able to answer that. Because we know the temperature from the coldest in Siberia to the desert in Sahara. I mean, these are huge, at least 100 degrees or more kind of differences. Yes. I mean, who are you to tell me which temperature is the correct temperature? But you guys are talking like that. They are talking as if they are pseudo-God, they are God themselves. I mean, these people are so ambitious that in some sense, I think we have to keep their ambition down a little bit. 
I mean, these people are not contented, just like what you put out there. <laughs> you cannot be ambitious when you're contented, but these people are so out of their mind in some sense that I think it's misleading. And somebody had to speak out against them. I think you are one of those who consistently point out their hypocrisy, right? And I really find that the whole problem of this global warming is a complete nothing, which means we should do nothing about it. Just go on and live life and adapt to it. Wow. Go on, live your life and adapt to it because it's nothing more than cyclic changes within the sun. Pretty sure someone's been saying that for a long time. Okay. This is a, this, there's a few stories out there and I wanted to bring this up because um, they're, they're controversial uh, about what is going on. Oh, I found this interesting. A political out there trying to uh, conspiratize the whole Epstein release. The far-right conspiracy theorists are obsessed with sex trafficking. From Pizzagate to QAnon and now the Epstein list and expert explains why sex trafficking conspiracies are so buzzy in mega circles. Yeah, that's Rothschild doing that. Fuck him. That guy's probably going to be a convicted pedophile at some point in time in the near future. There's one part of it that I wanted to bring up. Um... Let me see if I can find it. I wanted to pull this video up because this is kind of interesting. And, and I've said that there's something happening here this month. There is a classified congressional briefing that is uh, going to happen with David Grush in Congress. It's going to be classified. In this briefing, I believe, or from what I've heard, is that David Grush is going to bring one of the whistleblowers that came to him and released a lot of this information and some other information about what has happened and um, these kind of stuff that they have is going to come forth uh, from this classified briefing. Now, before this briefing happened, we see this video come out on Twitter, at least by uh, J Jeremy Corbell and, and uh, George Knapp of this object. This was in Iraq. This was filmed from a balloon platform, not a weapons platform. And that thing right there is, um, it's not a smudge on the screen. It's not a drone. Uh, it looks like some type of, I, I don't even fucking know what it looks like. Now, this is pretty crazy. Now, the interesting thing is, is many people are saying that this type of object has been videotaped and observed over military installations before. Now, there were some apparent false claims that came out with this video. Number one is that it submerged into the water and then took off at a high rate of speed after it came out of the water. Um, there was a good article that came out today on Twitter of some great research done by Stephen Greenstreet, who I don't typically follow. And he spoke with a military witness to the jellyfish UFO. Michael Sinkowski was an ISR tactical controller at the El Takadium Air Base in Iraq. He goes on to explain that it wasn't a weapons platform. It was a PTDS surveillance balloon, this thing right here, that took the video footage. They typically would pick up quadru uh, quadrocopter drones almost weekly. And so this one was one that was kind of interesting. He goes on to say that they really don't know what it was. It was eight, 17 to 18 minutes of raw video. Um, he said that it uh, regards claiming that the object descended into the lake, then shot out at the lake at a high speed. He said he never saw that at no point that it shoot out of the lake or into the sky. But he also states that no one else on the base, including the PTDS team, ever saw that happen. Um Regarding the claims of the object changing temperature in the video, Sinowski agrees that this could simply be the camera adjusting exposure levels. It's pretty standard to adjust exposure into the sensor. Uh, but the PTDS team actually declined and said that that wasn't the case. It wasn't artifact lensing on the uh, the cameras, that it was impossible that it was happened. He does concede that there are details in the video that don't fully support the artifact theory. Um, he thinks a potential cluster of balloons is an interesting theory, but adds it was too static to be balloons. When asked if he had to choose between the object being something alien or prosaic, he would say the latter, um, as in he believed that it's something prosaic. But he doesn't dismiss that it could be something else. He said that um, 
you know, it doesn't necessarily mean that it has to be extraterrestrial. It could be something that's living here that produced that technology or some other technology we just don't know about that uh, was operating in and around that area. Um, now, does that mean that that video is debunked? Fuck no. It means that that video is 100% completely legitimate and unknown. It's a UAP and they have no clue what that object is. Now, that object specifically, which they call the jellyfish UAP, um, is been making a buzz around the internet the uh, the last few days. Now, what I think we're going to see happen is more information about that type of event and other events like that come out here in relatively the near future after the classified briefing. Um, what other information is I think you're going to find out more information on a hundred foot long UFO that the government built a facility around um, that they discovered. This wasn't something that landed or crashed. It was something that was unburied. Now let your minds end with that. We covered a lot of stuff today, guys. Tomorrow we have the after dark Q and a um, and uh, the daily dose uh, Friday night. We're going to be talking about um, frequencies. We're going to be talking about, Cymatics. We're going to be talking about harmonics. Uh, we're going to be interviewing Gail, who's the uh, creator of the harmonic egg. Uh, this is going to be a fantastic conversation. She's a, tr a traditionally trained, a classically trained electrical engineer, um, and she's phenomenal in her research on this topic. Um, and it's actually built devices that heal that are very similar to um, a lot of electronic healing devices that we've seen out there. So don't miss that on Friday night. If you guys want to support us, it definitely does help. Go to redpills.tv. There's ways to support us there from Cash App to cryptocurrency. Uh, best way to support us is go on over to socialredpill.com. Get a subscription over there and help support us that way. Make sure you take a look at all the subscriptions because there's a lot of different benefits that come about from them. Uh, much love, respect. God bless you guys, all of you. Thank you for all the donations that came in from the Battle of the Streams, guys. Much love on that. Have a great night. See you guys tomorrow. Try and bend the spoon. That's impossible. Only try to realize the truth. What truth? There is no spoon.